You're listening to the B2B Content Show, a podcast about the how, what, and why of B2B content marketing. The show is brought to you by Conversa, a podcasting agency that helps B2B brands start podcasts to connect with prospects, grow brand awareness, and create better content. So if you've been listening to the show for a little while, you know that I'm a podcast producer and I'm also a big podcast fan and especially a huge fan of B2B companies that use podcasting in creative and effective ways. Because, you know, when it's done the right way, podcasting can help a company stand out. It's a great way to get to know people and learn what they care about and what makes them tick. And I think that's especially true if you're talking to your ideal clients on the podcast. And podcasting is a great way to generate really high quality content. And my guest today knows all of this firsthand. He's Howie Chan. Howie is a former stem cell scientist and engineer, and now is a branding consultant and specialist and host of the podcast, Healthy Brand. Howie, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jeremy. Glad to be here. So you have a pretty interesting story of how you went from doing stem cell work to now doing what you do as a brand specialist. So give us kind of the 30-second the version of that journey. Absolutely. Now, Jeremy, you makes it seem like I jumped directly from stem cell scientist to a brand strategist, which is definitely not the case. Like you right. said, it was a journey. Yeah. And I really started on the industry side in R&D, but quickly realized it's not, it's not what I wanted to do or what I was really good at. So I sort of meandered my way into the field, working with salespeople and then working in marketing and product marketing, and then eventually ended up at an agency where I was helping to grow the brand and strategy practice, which I, that's where I spent last the last 10 years really helping companies launch products, launch organizations. And that's where the fun for me really began. And I felt and I found my spot. And until until last year, I was working with the agency. And then fortunately, unfortunately, I was let go. And instead of joining another firm, I started my own thing. So that's when Healthy Brand Consulting was born. And that's when I started my podcast and all the content work that I've been doing so far. Okay, awesome. So, wow, that was a really good short version of that because there's a much longer version too, I'm sure, right? <laughs> yes, there is. There is, yes. <laughs> But that's good. Like that, It's a good skill to be able to kind of condense it like that. So kudos to you. Well done. So now you tell us a little bit about Healthy Brand. Like what is, your, what is it that you've started? Yeah. So Healthy Brand Consulting is really my sort of front-facing storefront. So when I work with people, that's my business. I consult with companies. I work with agencies. But basically helping stand up the fundamentals of brands. So when people think about brand, you know, they might think it's a logo, it's visuals. It's not really that. That's the yeah. expression of your brand. It's really trying to understand first and foremost, who, who's your audience, who are your stakeholders, why are you relevant to them, what do you matter, understanding the category in which you play in, understanding your competitors, how are you different, and really then where where are you positioned in the world, right? How can you actually be and own a place in the mind of the customer in a sense of B2B in the mind of your stakeholders, right? In, in the mind of the decision makers. So whenever they think about X, they think, you know, whether you stand for simplicity or you stand for, mm. you know, the best in the industry in doing something or providing a solution. So once that's done, we get into personality, we get into all the, the cultural aspects of it, 
What is your purpose? What, what are your brand values? And all of that. And that forms a foundation before you even get into any sort of creative expression, which yeah. is the colors and the logos and the fonts and, and the messaging and the campaigns and the website and all that jazz comes later. You know, for me, it's really about linking up the brand, the business strategy to the brand strategy. And that's, that's, that's my deal. So the healthy brand consulting business, it's all about that. I'm focused primarily on the healthcare industry. And that, that's also my, my passion and my background, right? In healthcare. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, that is awesome. And you so you're offering a really, a needed service, right? It can be really hard for companies in the midst of doing everything else to kind of step back and think through those basic building blocks. And it's probably all too common, right? Like, let's just get a logo, business cards, right. website. Ah, we need something, put it up right. there. And then it's like, or what it doesn't hold together because what is your core? What is the core beating heart That's of who right. you are and what you're doing, right? So every company needs that in order to thrive. And that's at the core of what you're offering. Now, like any solopreneur, right? Like any, you know, startup business owner, you wear every single hat, right? So you're providing those services to your clients. Well, at the same time, you have to market yourself. So you have to be online. You have to create content, right? You, you, there's no avoiding that. You got to get content out there to be, kind of be your digital surrogate, right? To demonstrate your expertise. And one of the ways you've chosen to do that is by starting a podcast, which again, you know, kudos to you. I, as I said in my little spiel up front, I just think that that's, Awesome, a great thing to do. I'm a little biased, but you know, I whenever I encounter that, I'm just like, that's awesome. I got to talk to this guy. So let me just start with out of all the things that you could have done to kind of build your content around, why a podcast? Yeah, that's a that's a great question, Jeremy. As you said, as a solopreneur, there's so many things you have to do, and I, and I chose podcasts as a way for me to spend my time because really a lot of it is time management. Right yep. to all the solopreneurs out there, entrepreneurs, you have to figure out where you want to spend your time. And I know myself, so it's it's really about self awareness. Because starting a podcast sometimes it just oh it's so cool everybody's doing it I'm gonna, just gonna jump in, but it's really you know not for the faint of heart. If you really want to do it, you have to commit to it. So when I started this almost a year ago, I was thinking about a few things. Number one is. When, you, when you're starting a business, like you said, you need, you need people to know you, to know about you. If they don't know you, you're not in business. How, how, how can you be out there selling to people if people don't know you? You can almost certainly rely on a word of mouth you know, through every client that you go after. But for me, it was, it was being able to tap into a wider network of folks. So whether it's clients or potential clients that you may have, whether it's thought leaders out there in the space. With the podcast, it gives me a channel to be able to connect with people. Because I think, you know, one of the one of the secrets, not so secret secret in our world, is relationships. In the end, it is about relationships. People do business with people. So if you don't have a network, you don't have a relationship base, it's hard for you to grow. So I started a podcast because of that. And like I said, I know myself, I, I, I can't spend all my days being alone, working in a basement, just me. I can't do that. I need to have interaction. So the podcast also served a way, as a way for me to meet and talk to people and have great dis- discussions. 
And the great thing about being a solopreneur starting a podcast is I decide what guests to put on. I decide what questions to ask. I can be as selfish as I want in terms of the questions I want to ask because I want to talk to these people. So those are some really key facets of it. And we'll, we'll probably get into this, Jeremy. And the really great thing about podcasts, and, and, and I've chose that, is because it provides you with content. Mm-hmm. It provides you with content. And you can get one episode, and I do long form, you know, almost 60 minute episodes. And there's so much there you can repurpose, up purpose. I learned from, from Jason Vanna on LinkedIn today. You can use that piece of content and put it in so many different forms into guidebooks that people can download, into a tweets that you can share, into posts, into carousels. I mean, you name it, the, the sky's the limit. Instead of just sitting in my basement doing all of this on my own, why not talk to people? Mm. Okay. Wow. So there's a lot to unpack there, right? And that was a really great job of articulating the value of podcasting. And I, I'll say I agree with every single one of those things that you said. Now, you you premised all this though by saying that it's not for the faint of heart, mm. right? So let's start right there for a minute. What you just described doesn't just magically happen. There are a lot of moving parts and pieces. You need to make that happen, right? You're doing an interview style podcast, right? You're the host. You bring in guests. A lot of value there. You do have to find those guests. You do have to invite them and book them, right? I'm sure you've dealt with people canceling and now having to sub Mm -hmm. somebody else in, right? That can seem like, and frankly, it just is. That's like a lot of work. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's more stuff on your plate with with on top of everything else you're already doing. So how do you now, and you obviously find that that's that's a valuable way to spend your time but so how just taking that part of it right finding the guests keeping the guest funnel full how do you do that right so finding finding guests obviously takes time but one of my sort of secret tool here that i use is through linkedin i'm i'm very active on linkedin again i i don't see podcasts as a silver bullet like nothing in marketing seldom is a silver yeah. bullet. You have to do a bunch of things. It's an ecosystem, right? Yes. So yeah, I never believe in, oh, that's a one thing and, and that's it. No, I mean, that's an ecosystem. So on LinkedIn, I'm, I'm very engaged with people and I meet so many people through LinkedIn, like Jeremy, you know, the fact that I met Nora Denuso and then she introduced me to Andrew McIntosh that started a community and I joined and I met you. I mean, this is like a string of yeah, the, the few degrees of, of separation of you know right. anyone on, on LinkedIn. And so it's such a great way to get to know people and get on podcasts. And here I am on your podcast yeah. because of, of that. So that's a lot of how I find my, my, my guests through LinkedIn. But prior to getting some traction there, you go to your friends. You go to people that you know. You, I go to ex-clients that I've had. I go to colleagues that I respect and admire. Go to them. Right. So understanding that no person is an island, go to your friends, like start there, you know, Mm -hmm. set the bar low. And it's also really nice to be talking to your friend as opposed to someone that's totally new that you don't really know much Mm -hmm. about. And you're trying to do a lot of research and establish a rapport, set the bar low and start with those that you know. Okay. So that is a, that's a great strategy. And Also, you know, what I'm hearing is that it helps to be, it really helps if you're already actively networking, 
right? It's Whether helpful. it's on LinkedIn or anywhere else, which of course is a great thing to do. And especially if you're a founder or like a solopreneur, I mean, you just have to be doing that in one form or another, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're mindful about that, and as you're connecting with people, you strategically use the podcast as a way to say like, hey, I like your post. Do you want to come and talk about that on the podcast with me? Right. Sort of gives you a mechanism to to do that. Right. And it's really a good mechanism, Jeremy. I mean, yeah. I've I've used it so many times. You know, I, I've I've brought on, you know, David Ocker. I mean, he's like the the the, the father of modern branding. Mm. And I, I didn't really ask him, he asked me. Mm. And and all I did was being very active, helping, you know, sh- sharing value sort of sharing what you learn from your podcast. I mean, sometimes you don't even have to say, hey, I have this podcast. Would you come on? You can just share what you learn from the podcast. I say, hey, I learned this from this podcast. Or I learned this from his guests. And the more you do it, people will be like, oh, yeah, you do have a podcast. What? Why don't I be a guest, right? And of course, you can be very overt and ask people, and people will usually say yes. But that's a fantastic mechanism to continue to network and, and build relationships. Yeah. That's true. You keep a podcast going long enough, you'll start getting pitched. People will want to come on your show. Even if you're not a famous, like top of the charts show, there are a lot of people out there looking to get on podcasts. I get pitched all the time for this Mm -hmm. podcast, right? Mm -hmm. I'm sure you get pitched, you know, and like, that's when you know, like, oh, cool. Okay. People are finding this and it's a legit real thing. It's not just me in my basement, (laughs) you know, pretending to be a podcast. No, it's the real thing. So, okay. So another big part of putting a podcast together, right, is producing the content. You get the guests, you do the interviews. I mean, preparing the inter- to do the interview and doing them, that's a whole other thing unto itself, right? Mm-hmm. But we'll, we'll skip past that for, for a second because I think one of the things a lot of people think about is like, well, what about all the editing and production? Is it just audio? Is it video? Like, that sounds like a lot especially if you're not already a content producer, right? Like you're not, you've never edited audio. Like if I have to learn that, you know, so how do you handle all that? Yeah. I think it's also, like I said, strategy upfront is important. Thinking through what you're good at, what you want to do, what you don't want to do is super important. While I can do a lot of the editing, I am not, like you said, a producer. I am not, an audio editor by any by any stretch, right? So my my thing was how can I produce a show that has the least amount of editing necessary while providing the most value? And that's why I'm doing almost raw interviews. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm not producing a show like the serial podcast or This American Life where, oh my God, it takes a team of 30 people to produce. I'm that, that's not what I'm doing, right? And mm-hmm. that's not that's not my strategy. And so a lot of what I do is 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 that focusing on the on the interview interview style, focusing on the content, the value, the gems, and knowing that yes, maybe most of the most of my audience today is not going to listen to the entire podcast, but again, the content from it and the way that I disseminate it and distribute it, you know, is 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 so much more powerful. Okay, so you're less focused on making it absolutely pristine, say, right? Cutting every little blip and all that. It's more the value for you is more, let's make it good enough and then chop it up and I get all this content and I'm good for the month or whatever after two episodes and moving on. That's a, right. So so 
it's kind of how you look at it, right? It's it's where where you put where you see the most value. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, and you know, in my experience as a producer, I would say the the best way to get good a good quality podcast and to minimize editing on the back end is to be as prepared as you can be going in before you record, right? And that can mean knowing about how long the episode's going to be. So in other words, don't record an hour and then try to chop it down to 20 minutes. <laughs> That's setting you up to do a ton of work on the back end, right? You want it to be 20 minutes? Right. Have a 20-minute conversation. Plan right. the interview that way, right? Prepare the guest a little bit so they're confident and they know what, they're to, what to expect. Practice a little bit, right? So you know what to expect. Have a sense of the story you're trying to tell and maybe some follow-up questions ready to go. That way, there's much less stopping and starting and, oh, can I do that answer again that you then have to clean up. You, you can just spend maybe a half hour, an hour, just cleaning some stuff up a little bit, right? It That's just right. makes it a lot easier. That before you hit record, the more work you do before, the less you need to do on the back end. Absolutely. And I think also one of the things that we did talk about, Jeremy, was when you start a podcast, it definitely helps you to grow in your communication skills helps yes. you to grow in how you interview and learn from people. And and that's what I had to do. So every episode, it's kind of like, how can I get better of A, being a better interviewer, a better listener, and B, picking picking guests that you want and are interesting and have great stories to tell. That's, yeah. that's a lot of it. So again, if you want to minimize editing, you got to get those components right. Be a fantastic interviewer and listener. Pick guests that have great stories. It can tell great stories. Yeah, you know, I don't think that's a lot of magic behind that for me, anyway. At this stage, no, I, I think that's just—it's not just for you. I think that's just sort of universally true. And also, you know, just to be clear, the model you're using this podcast is not about you and your services, right? It's all about the guests you bring on, which seems, I think, a little counterintuitive sometimes to people who are not yet doing this. They're like, well isn't the whole point to tell people about us? And, you know, and it's like, well, no, not, not really, not necessarily because frankly, no one really cares about you. They want to learn something, right? So like, how do you approach that? Right. How would you explain like, you know, it might sound counterintuitive, but this is the best way. How do you get value by shining the spotlight on other people? I love that question so much because a lot of my job is helping clients understand that, dude, when you think about and put out brand is, is, is nothing about you. This is not a, a sale that's direct response. I'm not asking you to buy anything right now and nor should you. So yeah. it's about a brand. It's about what do people think about you? It's about giving value. It's about reach. It's about connection. It's about relationships. So 100% Jeremy, like, when you think about a podcast, when you think about something people want to listen to, it is 0% about you. It is 100% about your audience. How can you help them? How can you help solve their problem? How can you help entertain them? Right? There's so many instances and so many examples of how this has gone right. And people will naturally reach out to you to solve a problem or to engage you in business because they know this is your realm you're learning you're getting better and i think there's this law of of of, of brand where 
the bigger the guests that you bring on your brand, your brand grows with them. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it is. You, you, they rub off on you. So you're, if you're able to attract and bring on guests that are stellar and have a strong brand in that industry, it will naturally rub off on you. And people want to seek your opinion on things. So, yeah, absolutely. Because they've had an opportunity to see you in conversation with that person. And, you know, look, as a podcast host, right, there's a whole art and science to being a good host, right? It's more listening than talking. It's more about engaging the person you're talking to and bringing out the best in them. But if you're good at that, that makes you look really good. Mm -hmm. It demonstrates Mm -hmm. your qualities in a very particular way, especially if you're offering a service, right? right? Like you do, it showcases you conversing with another person, you know, chopping it up with another person and what it's like to do that with you. Right. There's a ton of value in that, right? Absolutely. And that's why it's so important for anyone starting podcasts. So we're talking about B2B podcasts that you understand your company and the value you're providing beyond the services and the solutions you are selling. Mm. Right. So if you're, let's say a SaaS company and you're selling a product that helps people manage their time, for example, and they can, you know, save time while, you know, doing timesheets or, you know, whatever. It's about productivity, isn't it? It it could be about entrepreneurship. I mean, it could be about these topics that tangentially line up with what you're selling. And then you can totally dive into that world, helping people be more or better at time management or even habits building, right? So you can see like these topics start to grow and become broader than just what you're selling. But when you do that, those become associated with your product, right? So, so if, yeah. you, if you start helping people, you know, learn about time management and learn about habits and then you're selling a software, my gosh, like why, why wouldn't anybody go find out about your software if they got a lot of value from you about being more productive or, or, or forming better habits? Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's the beauty of this thing. And who can talk about a product for like, you know, 20, 50, 100 episodes? You can't. You just can't. It's, you yeah. Know. Well, you can't. And no one wants to hear that. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Right? Absolutely that's, right. That's the bottom of the funnel. Right? Absolutely once, right. Once you've already earned that trust and people know and like you, then they might want to do a deep dive. Okay, let's do a demo. Let me really check out your product. But that's not happening until they get that vibe of like, Absolutely. oh, this, this speaks to the deepest parts of the problem that I'm facing. Right. It, yeah. It, you know, and that's, and, you know, something that I really value about podcasting in the way that you're doing it is the, by having, you're, you're getting at that through conversation. Mm-hmm. It's not a lecture, right? It's not like the same as reading a blog post. It's conversation. It's dynamic. And when you're having conversations with smart, engaged people, interesting things can happen. Surprising things can happen. Insights can bubble up in a way that they, that they might not otherwise, unless you're talking with this particular person at this particular time. You yeah. know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. And then you just have to be open to those experiences too. You have to be open to the journey that you're on. I, I was recently seeing... Mr. Mr. Beast, right? We all know Mr. Yeah. Beast. He's like one of the top YouTubers. He talks about this. He says, if you're starting to put out content for him as videos, for us as podcast episodes, but I see it as the same thing. 
don't even think you're going to get any traction if you haven't even done 100 episodes or 100 yep. videos, right? It's like, you, you're just going to suck. Like the first, nobody's going to, nobody's going to care. It's going to suck. It's going to be terrible. You know, don't talk to me until you've done 100. Yep. And so, and so you, you just have to improve. It's like, you, you just got to improve one small thing every time, you know, you get 100 out there. And yeah. so when we talk about mindset, I think most podcasts out there, out of the millions they are, don't go beyond a few episodes. People right. stop because they're like, oh, my God, nobody cares. It sucks. Nobody listens. and I'm done. So that's why, you know, for me, mindset is the number one thing. You got to go in with this curiosity. I'm going to do a whole bunch before I even think about, hmm, is this the right thing to do? Nah, you just got to jump in, you know? Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, I think like you said up top, it's a matter of your how you want to spend your time, mm-hmm. you know, and you have to see value, right? You have to you have to understand the bigger picture, like you just said that like, OK, it's going to in order for this to really pay off. It's a long term play. That's right. I'm going in knowing it's going to take 100, at least 100 or whatever the number is. <laughs> and you'll one way or the other, it'll pay off. Either you will have definitively proved to yourself that this is not working and you can now focus your attention elsewhere or more likely you're like, ah, OK, now I have figured it out and it is starting to pay off. And all yeah. that time I put into it was worth it because all along you're getting value, too, for all the reasons that we've been talking about so far. That's right. Yeah, I think even Tim Ferriss talks about this when he first started his podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, that it was just an experiment. As, as we all know, that's his brand, right? He experiments yep. with things. And he's like, yeah. I'm going to experiment and do, I don't know, 20 episodes and see what happens. And look now, oh my God, what, nine years later, yeah. one of the most downloaded podcasts of all time. <laughs> yeah. Precisely because he said, all right, let's give it a go and, and be curious about the journey. This is where I want to spend my time. And I'm sure there yeah. was probably times earlier on when he very easily could have been like, ah, oh, fuck this. I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm done after I'm 50 done. episodes. Right. And then it never would have become what it became. That's right. right. Totally. So what's, what's the most important thing that you'd say you've learned about producing a podcast that you didn't know before you started? I would say it's really about this art and science. You know, for me, it's like, how do you how do you get the stories out of people as an interviewer yeah it's such a craft jeremy it's such a craft i would have interviews where at the end of it i'll be like man i really could have done better here there there uh, i would have interviews where it's like oh wow this one question i asked at the end of the episode just broke open a whole new thing and a whole new emotion that i never had the entire time how can I get more of that? So that really was something that I didn't realize or recognize. I think peripherally you can hear about it, but I think yeah. you experience it. You know, I, I didn't, I didn't see how important that was. I love that. I think I've thought so much about this. I, the host of the show is so important, right? It'll kind of make or break it. Mm-hmm. And being a podcast host or, you know, interviewing people is an art and a science. Yeah. And it's like anything, the more you do it, the better you get if you're paying attention and have an intention to improve, right? (laughs) There's really, you can read books about it. You can listen to other hosts, all that. Until you actually start doing it, you won't know what it's like. And the only way to really improve is to do it, suck it first, (laughs) you know, have 
the wherewithal to listen back to yourself with a kind of a cold, you know, with a critical lens, improve right. little bits at a time. And then over time, you, you feel yourself getting better and better. Right. That's the only way to really do it. Right. You know, it helps to have some guidance along the way, but that's a great insight. And, and uh, yeah, I think something you can't know until you're doing it. Yeah. And, and that's why, like you said, it's so great to, you, you get to an end point w- about whether you're going to do it or not, whether you like it or not, by just simply doing the first, whatever, 20, 30, whatever it may be, right? Again, you, you'll always get a, a positive outcome if you try it out. It's a win no matter what happens, yeah. I feel. Mm-hmm. Because, right, even if, okay, the podcast itself kind of proves to be like, all right, I'm not going to spend my time this way. You've now had 30 reps of being a really good conversationalist and drawing people out and getting to know people. You can, that's a skill you're going to need to use no matter what kind of marketing you're doing and selling, right? That's right. And nobody can take that away from you. You just built that skill set. And if you want to apply it somewhere else, fantastic. Right. So final question, Howie, how can people connect mm-hmm. with you? Yeah. So find me on LinkedIn. Find me, Howie Chan, on LinkedIn. Or you can go to my website, HowieChan.com. I'm right there. Always there. If you send me a message, I'll respond. But I'm, I'm very active on LinkedIn. So find me there. Okay, excellent. We'll put a link to your LinkedIn in the show notes. And of course, we'll put a link directly to your podcast in the show notes too. So people connect with Howie, check out his podcast. And Howie, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Jeremy. This was a great conversation. Thank you so much. That's it for this episode of the B2B Content Show. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts on any podcast app. And while you're at it, you might as well give the show five stars and leave an over-the-top comment about how much you love the podcast. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or you know someone who you think would be a great guest, let us know. You can contact me at jeremy at conversa.com. That's C-O-N-N-versa.com. The B2B Content Show is brought to you by Conversa Podcasting. Check us out at conversa.com to learn more about how we help B2B brands start podcasts, to connect through conversation with the buyers and decision makers you need to get to know to grow your business. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.